Hey, hey, Feasters. Welcome to episode 63 of the Ask Rez Show. It's Jason, or Rez, right? Well, I'm answering your questions so that you can get past the bumps in the road to building a profitable freelance business. And in episode 62, I shared with you how I went about pricing my services during my career. I shared with you a bit about my apprehension, my fear of the difficult conversation, how I overcome or overcame those apprehensions. When I realized a few things about what I was supposed to do for a client. You also learned in that show three things that make value-based pricing, value-based, value-based pricing difficult and why a lot of people, I don't know, they default to hourly because of it. If you haven't listened to part one, go have a listen now because in this episode, I'm going to share with you how to take what you heard in part one and apply that to value-based pricing to your business. And I'll share with you a real life example of figuring out that project price. We know that both you and the client want to have the most successful project ever, right? In order to do that, you need to understand what it is that your client needs. This is the first step in the process of value-based pricing, not just what they want, right? Because there's this huge difference between what they want and what they need. Let me explain the difference here. When a client comes to me asking me for a new design for their e-commerce store, that's a want. It's now my job as the professional and the person that has the experience to get to the bottom of why they feel they, they want a redesign. I do this by using the five whys technique. You, you no doubt have heard me or someone else talk about this conversational method where you continue to ask follow-up questions of someone until you actually get down to the root cause of their problem. You might feel a bit awkward at first doing this. I know I did. But as you continue to do this, anytime a request comes across your desk, you'll not only just get better at it, you'll start to feel like you're performing these Jedi mind tricks you'll actually start to see answers to the questions before you even ask the question. The basic formula for unpacking the real problem is following everything that they say with a why type of question. Oftentimes it takes about three to five whys to get to the real issue. The ultimate answer is oftentimes related to money or time or both. Some simple examples of this would be, quote unquote, no one is finding our website. But when you dive deep, it's really, we need a content calendar in order to continually drive at least 100 organic sessions per day to our site. Another example is, our site needs a facelift. Diving deep, there's been a slowdown over the past year in sales and leads through our website. We'd like to get it back up to where it once was. And the final example is we aren't getting any sales through our website. Diving deep into that conversation, it was in six months, we'd like our online sales revenue to increase by 20%. That last one is my favorite because what they came to me with wasn't true. 
they were actually getting plenty of sales. They just weren't happy with the status quo. Had I not unpacked their want to get to their need, the project, no matter what I did, wouldn't have been successful in the client's eyes because those numbers that they wanted to meet weren't hit. By asking why questions and being genuinely curious as to what brought the project to your desk, you can uncover these needs of the client and then figure out the value of what the project's success is to put a price tag on it. The next step in this is creating a no-brainer price around that solution. Remember, price is subjective. It's an arbitrary number that someone puts on a product or service. From your point of view, the price should be higher than that of the client's point of view. And from their point of view, it, they would want it as low as they possibly can get it. By unpacking the real need of the project, we can close the gap by putting some real numbers to it and show the potential ROI of the project. Let's take my favorite example here, the one where we aren't getting any sales through our website. The actual need here was to create or increase sales by 20% in six months. Had the young, bright-eyed, eager Jason taken, taken this call, they may have asked for a new redesign. Or even worse, I may have offered up a suggestion to do a redesign to solve their problem. Since this was a wiser, much slower approach, Jason, I dug deeper. Honestly, it wasn't all that deep since the client had given me access to their reports from their website and found out that 20% meant $7,000. Had the eager Jason done a redesign that could have been six to eight weeks of time and let's say around $15,000, that would have been awesome, right? Nope. And here's why. Their immediate ROI from the project if it was a redesign, is actually negative $8,000. Think they would be happy with that? I don't. In fact, I know they wouldn't. They know that they would have to make up that money and then go after that goal of the 7000 This is putting the client in a position where the investment made into the project needs to be as low as possible. In this scenario, it's actually impossible for the client to say yes. Since the slower approach Jason knew the goal and after reviewing the website, realizing that there was a ton of outdated e-commerce techniques and some other performance issues that needed to be cleaned up, ultimately there was around 10 hours of work over the next week or so to be done. And the cost of this project really is $2,500. This is making it a no-brainer for them to sign up. Here's why. First, they saved $12,500 from doing a redesign, which was probably what others told them that they needed. And they are getting to work hitting their goal of $7,000 more in a much shorter amount of time. They are able to get to that positive ROI much sooner. Since they were already making $28,000 a month in sales, the investment actually was less than 10% of one month's sale. All of these aspects made it a complete no-brainer for them to spend it and get on track with reaching their original goal. By the way, we reached that goal in two and a half months. 
you are no doubt thinking two things here. One, Jason, you're crazy. You just talked. Why did you just talk yourself out of twelve and a half thousand dollars? And number two, this sounds all well and great for e-commerce sites. What if I don't do e-commerce? Well, in the next episode, I'll dive into both of those questions for you. And I'll tell you exactly why I would take and have taken this project over and over again and leave that big money out there. I'll also share with you how you can, as a developer, not doing e-commerce, can anchor your prices to the need of that client. If you have a question, ask Rez, that's me, by dropping me a tweet, an email, or go ahead and leave a comment in iTunes, and I'll be happy to answer it for you. So until next time, it's your time to live in the feast.